up, Duelists? Welcome to Pot of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka, am I out of touch? No, it is the students who are wrong. <laughs> I am Sarah, aka Pretty Elemental Hero, Sailor Man. Uh, I'm Dan, aka the original Skywalker. Okay. Okay. You're going to have to walk us through that one. I do believe that is going to be a dub oh. exclusive bit. We oh, can well, get to it. That, we bit, get to it? that bit's just like a monster name. Is it different? Yeah. We'll have to find it's, out if it's, it's different. It's Gar something. I actually yeah, don't Scar remember Knight. what it's. Yeah, I Scar didn't write Knight. it down because I literally don't give a single fuck about the jewel in this episode. Yeah, so here's yeah. the thing about these. This is nothing okay this- so these these episodes have garnered some bad reviews from my co-hosts which they deserve i'm going to say they deserve but i will say this mm-hmm. the villain of the week and the actual duel suck there there's nothing yeah it, it's go girl yeah yeah it's go girl give us nothing the- lived served absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing and then died, died. um but everything else that actually happens is pretty like i enjoyed yeah, the yeah. surrounding episode a lot more than I usually do, anyway. I thought it was actually pretty good, so I had fun, personally. Yeah, like, yeah I think the thing was, they wanted to advance the plot more, but they still needed, like, a duel of the week, so... Yeah, like, they legally have to do a duel every week, so they just kind of were like, oh... So they had to come up with someone who was enough of a jobber that... Enough of a threat that Jane could duel them, but enough of a jobber that if they lost, it wouldn't mean anything to the plot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, and it's like, unfortunately, because like this, sometimes you get a Yu-Gi-Oh episode that you're like, lads, fellas, listeners, just skip this one. It doesn't fucking matter. Unfortunately, you can't really skip this one because there is some interesting and good plot shit in it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like it, it's again, like everything that's like not the actual duel is really interesting and pretty fucked up. Like we get it to, fu- and also this starts. This is like our first formal introduction to a character who has not yet been named. But is going to be a very significant presence for the rest of this show. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is it the fucked up eye? It is the yes. fucked up eye, yes. Okay, I have been wondering what's with the fucked up eye for like a long time. And now we know where the fucked up eye is, which is, I think, is it is the fucked up eye inside the fucking lava lamp? I think I so. Think I think so. it's being formed philosophers fma philosopher stone style basically okay okay out of the the dual milk lava lamp excellent love all the terminology we've introduced in this show yeah Sorry, Audrey. <laughs> the eye is the god that uh viper cobra is trying to summon oh yeah he did he did mention this yes. well he's doing a wonderful he's, he's doing a great job well done sweetie and uh oh, all i will say all i will say about the eye for now is oh lord lord she coming Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm excited. Um, excited about the eye. I'm yeah. real excited too. I, I, I've been waiting for them. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, mm-hmm. episode one thirteen yeah. in my version of the sub, at least, is Judai versus the traitorous e heroes. Uh huh. On Crunchyroll, they actually bothered spelling out the word elemental. Which wow, what a difference they could have. Uh, it, <laughs> in the dub, the name of this episode is Win Mister Stein's Duel. Part one. Are you kidding me? Okay. Wait, are you kidding me? I am not. So, in fact, this episode's cold open. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen that the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Anyone? I, I have not. Anyone? Oh my god. So, our, we're getting this fucking teacher who 
the dub decided to make a Ben Stein parody. Uh, Who is Ben Stein? So Ben Stein was an actor, but then he became uh, the host of a, a game show called Win Ben Stein's Money, which was mm. like a quiz game show. Um, okay. It was like I've, yeah, I've seen this yeah, guy. Around. It's like a, looking at pictures. It's like a predecessor. It's like a predecessor to like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? But like Ben Stein was okay. an actor like famous again for movies like Ferris, Bue- Ferris Bueller's Day Off for being this very monotone Bueller Bueller like character. Okay. And like, I see sort of like the persona he brought over as a host as well. Yeah, uh, to win oh, Ben see. Stein's money, which is literally just win Ben Stein's money. <laughs> So the show was just called Win Ben Stein's Money? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not particularly relevant, but good for him. That's nice. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, this whole whole bit is a Ben Stein bit. It feels weird, but also I think the Fairly Odd Parents was doing the same bit at the same time, except <laughs> they actually got okay. Ben Stein to do it. Okay. I mean, like, you know, it's a fairly funny cold open in in the dub where the teacher is just giving a speech about you guys all fucking suck i resign i'm quitting my job i hate my students so much i'm quitting my job and you know it's it's kind of funny yeah. i guess i mean we start off with basically um, him in um his name is sato in the japanese version mm-hmm. and we start off with sato giving basically a retirement speech saying i fucking hate all of you to wait a second <laughs> Is his name Professor Stein in the dub? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the joke. That's the joke. The uh, joke of Ben Brackett Stein. <laughs> the, where, okay. where were you? Hey, Sarah, where were you when you figured out the joke of uh, <laughs> Stein? Parentheses rude. Uh. Uh, so, um, yeah, he's like giving a retirement speech, essentially, to, we see him at the, the front of a classroom, and he's like, you cheated not only your tests, but also yourselves. Uh, hmm. You, like, you sucked, you sucked, you sucked, and it just turns, pans around, and there's no students here. And he's right. like, man, pretty funny. man, I need to get a hobby. And then he leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, in the dub, he's just doing that one bit from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, he did not go, he does, he takes a little while before he goes off this hard. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. The classroom is still empty, and as it turns out, the entire uh, student body is is uh, unconscious, and they've turned the gym into a makeshift infirmary because there's no room because it's the entire student body. I I just had a thought that like between between this episode and like the little Lebowski shit, someone someone <laughs> on the four kids dub team was like. A fan of a very specific genre and time era of movies and has mm-hmm. like created entire episodes, has just rewritten entire episodes to be parodies of them, which I think is actually a pretty killer move on their part. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> like, to respect it. Like, I have to kind of respect it as yeah. much as I hate it. I do love the little Bolowski a lot. Uh, it's. Uh, anyway, sorry, Sarah, what were yeah. you saying? Yeah, I'm just getting a bit confused about how is this guy getting mad that the students like aren't in class because they're slackers, when in fact the reason the students aren't in class is because they're out dueling so hard that all their life energy is being sucked out of them? Really kind of doesn't follow. In fact, absolutely literally nothing about this character or any of his motivations makes any kind of sense whatsoever, but we'll get into that, hmm. I guess. Well, to all be right. fair, before they started skipping class because they were all in comas, which was... That's on them, if you think about it. Um, if you get into a coma, it's your fault. Yeah. Right. 
just be built yeah just be built different listen Rio Bakura managed to graduate somehow so uh, um but to be fair to him they they were like just sleeping through his lectures before they stopped coming to them Mm. yeah 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 uh anyway everyone's passed out episode yeah and um we get to see that um Amon is basically Batman right yeah it's really funny because he's like one of the richest people in the world and he's like all right i'm gonna go 007 mm-hmm. yeah like, what like, are you uh, doing dude he's like putting on stealth gear uh the like music that plays during like these parts is different it's like this very uh oh spy movie mission impossible oh metal God. gear solid sounding thing yeah. yeah, it really makes sense, because everything he does is spy movie, Mission Impossible, Metal Gear, sounding looking kind of thing. Literally, one of my other AKAs was potentially going to be dun dun da 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 I mean, it's appropriate that his name is Amogus, because he really is kind of sus. He's going through the vents. Yeah. Yeah, so, like... While while Sato's having his like crisis, Judai and Johan hand in hand, skipping merrily through field as they are wont to do these days, um, <laughs> approach Kronos and uh, Napoleon and are just like, "Hey guys, you gotta fucking stop this shit! Like we have a gymnasium full of unconscious students. What the fuck are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Well, Samajima's gone, so we can't do anything." And they're like, "Okay, Samajima's gone. That sucks. That." puts you in charge again like <laughs> fucking stop cobra and they're like yeah no homie we haven't seen him in like two days i i think it's very important to point out that throughout this entire interaction between napoleon and chronos and then judah and the gang napoleon and chronos are ju- are cuddling mm-hmm. they, are, they are they are intertwined in e- they are yeah in each other's sweet embrace and they do not let go yeah, mm-hmm. they they hate all of this, but this conversation is also interrupted by um the uh blue dorm RA um who's also the nurse, the school nurse mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, yeah. coming in and saying, "Hey, everyone, Amon has w- woken up and he wants to speak to you all." Um, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "All right, we're gonna put this conversation on hold and go speak to Amon." Um, Mancha Bay is still passed the fuck out. Munch my died. This is so sad. <laughs> I did just briefly want to mention that at some point during this, the intro spiel, we do get a little shot of Austin O'Brien down inside mm-hmm. the, like, mm-hmm. Buffalo Bill hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's like, I'm not putting that lotion on my skin. Uh, yeah, I just, because this will come up sort of later, so I wanted to shout that out. Yeah. It's, and it's also, like, he's in the Buffalo Bill hole and then Professor Cobra is just like watching him in the Buffalo Bill hole be like, mm, why don't you put the lotion on your skin kind of stuff. Or you'll get the it's hose. Great. Yeah, or or as we see le- later, they get the hose. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so they all go over to Amon and he's like, I've gathered you to hear, here today for an important uh, message. They're milking her and then they're going to milk me. <laughs> Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So yeah, he like reveals all the plot stuff that the audience has known for the last five episodes about how exactly the little Fitbits milk you and 
he also tells them the like the location of Professor Cobra's secret base. Oh, actually, there is one important thing that Johan sees and says in the scene before this when they're confronting mm. Napoleon and uh, Kronos, which is mm. he's like, they are well aware that like this is happening, this is coming up through like the dis dual belts. And mm. Johan says, like, unless I cut off my hand, I can't get out of this. <laughs> Yeah. Like, these aren't coming off. So unless I cut off my hand, this isn't going away. And you're going to continue to have students passing out and, like, dying. Mm-hmm. And Napoleon and, and, and Kronos are like, well, our hands are tied. Can't, sorry, can't do anything. Um, but yeah. So is this around the point where uh, we find, like, we learn more about, like, the abandoned laboratory? Yeah. 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 Uh, as it turns in, out... In the- yeah, and the sub-show tells us this information. Yeah. As it turns out, the abandoned laboratory is the animal lab from season one, uh, and if you- and Viper is probably hiding out in there, uh, that's probably where they're storing the energy, uh, where he's- and so everyone decides to go find that lab. Yeah, uh, and specifically, team- the lab where the dueling monkey- known as Wheeler was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the team the team that sets off here is Judai Show, Kenzin, Asuka, Johan, and Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. because Amon is doing his own shit. So Amon's like basically like he's been in conversation with MI6, I assume. I have no idea some, what he's doing. Some like, sort of fuck. there's some sort of mission control in like a submarine somewhere. Yeah, so it's, he's yeah. he's with like I don't know UAE. I assume he's like UAE because he's super rich and Middle Eastern. So <laughs> like he's like in contact with like UAE secret intelligence somewhere, and uh, and he's like, all right, I have this intel. I'm gonna pass this intel on, and then they're gonna go off and do shit, and then I can do my own shit separately. Um. But so so he's there and O'Brien is still trapped in the Buffalo Bill hole. Uh-huh. So it's the six of them. It's 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 Johan, it's Jim, and it's uh Kenzin Show, Judai Asuka. Yeah. Chaz isn't, all- isn't here because he hasn't recovered yet. Because he's dead. Because <laughs> he died. Yeah. <laughs> um look like communication. Yeah. And and Misawa! Misawa hasn't been mentioned once this entire season. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. He's just it's not even stopped like, existing. It's not, it's not even like he graduated because he's yeah. confirmed in the same years that they just didn't want to like, they just don't like his vibes. It's so it's good. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, he he didn't die. He just got like Thanos snapped. He got like, un- <laughs> he like got uncreated. <laughs> Yeah, like, at the end of the season, like, Judai's gonna be like, well, what about Misawa? And everyone's gonna be like, who are you talking about? We don't know who that is. Misawa doesn't exist. You made up a friend. Like, you made up all your other friends, you weird Neospatian kinny. <laughs> um, but it's, like, it's it's really, to me, okay, the funniest part of this is, like, they, like, like, because Among is, like, in bed, like, oh, like, I, I'm telling you this information so that you can go check it out. And then as soon as they leave, he just, like, leaps out of bed fully in, like, a stealth tactical ninja outfit with face scanner device. It's really got me. He, I, I love all four of the new, like, students, actually. They're all, like, incredible characters. Yeah. Jim actually has 
uh, like Jim is growing on me in an incredible way that I did not expect he really Jim to grew do. On me this episode, this episode, yeah. like this episode is so good because like Jim, when Jim is first introduced, he really seems like a very much a joke character, but he's actually quite grounded. Um, I, I mean, outside the fact that he does have a crocodile strapped to his back, which is like that's that's what grounds him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. He he really so he has like a couple great lines as they're like walking towards. Oh my god, yes, I have these done as well. As 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 they're walking towards um the secret lab, and um my favorite one of them is uh like Kenzin's sort of like nervous or whatever, and Jim's like trying to reassure him, and Jim says mm. to him in English, "Take it, <laughs> take it easy." Take it easy. Take it easy. And then he says a line that's something like, your your guts will get you through this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the yeah. first part of that, the your guts part, is said, you know guts. You know guts. Yeah, you know guts. <laughs> you know guts. What's the not to understand? <laughs> you know guts. So take it easy, you know guts. Which I think is just impeccable, personally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like genuinely... Throughout these whole episodes, he's, like, just kind of taking care of the kids. Like, he's the, like, the camp, like, counselor. Yeah. He's just a, he's just a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's really good. He's, like, really on top of his shit, which is not, not what I would expect from him. He he does what any camp counselor would do when faced with a tiger, which is set his pet crocodile on the tiger. Yeah. I'm sure that's what Max did at I camp really counseling. thought that was going to be Tanya, by the way. Uh, yeah. I'm very yeah. mildly disappointed that, uh... The tiger wasn't the one from season one, but... Yeah, it wasn't Tanya. Yeah. Yeah, they brought back the, like, monkey lab from season one. Come mm. on. I guess Tanya is, like, out there living her best life. Yeah. Yeah. So they get to the yeah. lab. Mm-mm. And no one can find anything. Except finally, Johan's like, hey, I found an elevator. A- everything is shot to shit here. This lab is, like, fucking uh, some Mass Effect... Prothean artifact type shit. It looks terrible. Um, <laughs> but they they find one working elevator and they go down and secret jungle. <laughs> secret jungle. Through yeah. the lab. Secret, 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 secret jungle. jungle. Yeah, it's a secret jungle. Uh, it's an artificial environment uh, that looks just like the environment outside. Uh, where they keep <laughs> kept all the animals they were doing dual-related tests on. I just feel like... So, this episode had a sort of more-than-usual lack of animation in it. Like, there's really not much going on here. And I just I just feel like they, they just wanted to reuse all their backgrounds. <laughs> so they were like, all right, okay, so we don't want to draw more, like, corridor interiors and cool stuff, so... There's just going to be a jungle inside the dungeon mm-hmm. that they go in again, so we could reuse all the tree backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I also wanted to mention um, that, importantly, like when they go into like the lab dungeon jungle place, like they trip all the sensors and all the lasers, <laughs> and Cobra is busy like watching them. Meanwhile, like Amongaram is like following them, being like, "Ah, you're being my distraction for me while I do Mission Impossible shit. You're going to attract Cobra's attention." Yeah, I want, I want everyone listening to this to just imagine the Mission Impossible theme faintly playing in the background. Mm-hmm. For all we will pump it in if we can be arsed. We might not be arsed, but <laughs> you can just imagine it if we can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're in this fucking uh, underground, underground animal lab 
secret environment. Um, uh, they, they, there's like a bit in the dub where they're like, well, let's synchronize our watches. And they, they can't, so they just all shout at the same time and hope for the best. <laughs> they should have got the time dot is. Mm. Yeah, that's peak podcaster behavior right there. Uh, uh, they split up into three teams. It's like, uh, let me think. It's Cyrus. It's, it's two teams. It's two teams, that's right. Uh, one is Cyrus, Jaden, Jesse. The other is Alexis, Tyranno, and Jim. I I do like, yeah, so they're like, all right, gang, let's split up and look for clues. And Johan immediately is like, I'm ca- cam- commandeering this situation. I am the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend's coming with me. We're we're taking my 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 husband and one of our children will be, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the child who cannot take care of himself will be with me. Uh, uh, yeah, Alexis, you're the only one who knows how to take care of anyone else. Take Jim and Tyranno. That's uh, not true. Jim's yeah. good. Yeah, we Jim's, good. Jim's good. That's true. Yeah, Jim, is good. Jim is. So yeah, Jim and Alexis will take care kind of, of uh, kind of shipping Jim and Alexis and Oscar at this point. Not gonna lie, after this episode, hmm, damn. Mm, All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does like romantically and dramatically rescue her yeah. using his crocodile. Oh my god, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, at some point after they split up, uh, we do get a shot of the weird fucked up eye, um, like thinking and monologuing about Judai, and Judai starts having like a bad time because of um, this. Specifically, Judai, it's beloved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh lord, she coming! <laughs> I yeah, and again, like at the start of these episodes, I'm pretty sure it was like, or at some point, it was like established that like the eye is inside the lava lamp. Yeah. Yes. Uh, of, I yeah. I think the eyes like dialogue is got a slightly different approach in the dub. It's more like it's sort of like a childish it's sing. <laughs> it's more like a childish sing songy voice asking Jaden to play with him, like a. Scary child in a horror movie. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. I really can't wait until we see the more defined differences between mm-hmm. Judai and Redacted's relationship as mm-hmm. they go on, because I know in the sub it's quite explicit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they the teams go off their separate ways. Um, mm-hmm. Redacted, the eye is Judai's. Like, hey, I have um. A feeling. <laughs> it's not a great I feeling. I am feeling so good. Yeah. Uh, and then elsewhere, uh, Jim, Jim Kenzin, and Asuka uh, get attacked by a tiger. Yeah. And uh, as right before they do, like Karen is like getting really agitated and yeah. like squirming, <laughs> squirming on Jim's back, and it's and Karen, quiet. Kenzin's like. What you need, Karen, to drink and fight. And Oscar's like, what you want, Karen, to fuck all night. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, Shirley has a danger sense. Uh, it's going off. Uh, so Jim and Jim and Shirley decide to fight off the tiger together. Uh, animal. It just, he just, he, there's like a tiger appears and Jim is like, stand back, kids. I'll unleash my crocodile. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, specifically, he says, "Run, Karen will protect us," and then he just like, okay, st- deploys Karen. No, it's oh, so good. but the way, okay, we have to talk about the way he deploys Karen because the way he uh-huh, deploys uh-huh. Karen is basically going, "You bet now," and whipping his like, he's attached. <gasps> no! Yeah, he is, he's attached. 
carrot to himself with a fucking belt and he like whips the belt out and then whips it at the tiger and it's like you bet now and it's like no you're not a no, daddy no. stop it oh okay no. well Audrey, I, I do, I do think the, 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 the more like specific reference they're going for is more of like an indiana jones thing with the whip i understand um, that but it's a belt but it's a belt. It a belt it's not a whip it's a fucking belt so you can fight me on this but you i'm so brave i'm so brave i will say what needs to be said <laughs> we are we're all saluting you for it Audrey. yeah um i i, I should all i also want to add that like karen is strapped to his back in like a, a baby like carrier sling thing yeah which is presumably attached by the belt to him mm-hmm. so he's just he's just oh my god little baby bjorn uh <laughs> yeah i got my crocodile in a special crocodile baby bjorn uh so yeah hasselberry and alexis run away while uh the animal fights are happening uh and alexis falls down down a trap door uh <laughs> yeah and like kenzen doesn't notice yeah. fucking bye felicia yeah it's also, by the way, like, the animation of Karen fighting the tiger is, like, two PNGs, sli- like, sliding <laughs> at each other. It's absolutely nothing. It's, it's so funny. It's, but- yeah, it's it's someone dragging an asset over a background in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, it's a flipperama. Like, uh, from everything that they saved from this budget, like, I better see it again later, you know? I need more animal fights. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, fuck dueling. We're just killing animals now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jaden at some point gets separated from his group, and he runs into Professor Stein. Uh, Professor- Professor Ben Stein. Yeah. Uh, he gives- he talks about, uh, how- he talks with Jaden a bit, uh, and he tells him to follow him. Uh, there's, like, this bit where he's, like, saying, we're on a bone-chilling adventure with surprises around every corner. Oh my god. I mean, to be fair, that is, I literally, I just know, I know they have a conversation. I have, I remember nothing, not, none of it. I care for none of it. Like, this does not intrigue me or interest me in any okay. way. I just know that Jaden walks off with the teacher for some reason. That That's fair, because that's basically how Jaden is when, uh, uh, Stein tells him about how, uh, about post-paleolithic, pre-neolithic dueling. I, I'm just- <laughs> oh my god into the concept that that people have been dueling since the beginning of human civilization. Like, we know about Egyptians, and we know about the Atlanteans, but this just caveman duels. Uh, dueling is intrinsic to human nature. Uh, um, it's actually what separates man from monkey. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that's why Kaiba calls uh, uh, Joey a dueling monkey. Uh, <laughs> So, Jaden was thinking about cheeseburgers. Uh, so, Professor Stein leads Jaden to, uh, the proper entrance to where, uh, Viper is. But unfortunately, the door is locked. Yeah, he's like, he's like, so he shows up out of nowhere. Jedi's like, what the fuck, you just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> and, yeah. and he's like, yeah, don't worry about it, you were being followed. Um, follow me, I'll show you the way to Professor Cobra. Oh. And Jedi's like... That seems very suspicious. And he's like, well, what other choice do you have? And mm-hmm. Judah's like, I guess he got me there. So he he <laughs> follows him. There is one other thing I want to note about this, and it happens more once the duel starts. Uh, he talks a lot about, like, makes a lot of references to Millennium World in the dub. 
Uh, like, he makes direct what? references to, like... Professor? Yeah. Professor Stein just talks a whole bunch about Millennium World stuff. Like, he talks about Opnon Common and Atem and uh, Thief King Bakra. It's it's what? it's neat. I- I'm honestly surprised it wasn't in the sub, from what I've been told. Yeah, duh. I mean, Audrey would have noticed. Yeah. Oh, probably. yes, I absolutely would have noticed that, <laughs> believe me. No, I mean, uh, one of the things, like, the hallmarks of GX, one of the things I've complained about the the most actually is it's sort of like disconnect from dual monsters mm-hmm. and that there's yeah. like no there's nothing again like it doesn't have to be the exact same story obviously but like the fact that there's like no tie to it whatsoever that i can see mm-hmm. um is like disappointing to me because you spent years building a story right only mm-hmm. for that story to like not matter at all yeah i i get that yeah. i feel that's kind of why like uh past like from, like, Zexal onwards, arguably even 5Ds onwards, everything takes place in its own setting. Uh, but even that, I mean, like, like this, like, this is why I'm holding on to the idea, even though I know that it's not going to be right, written in, but, like, I'm holding, personally holding on to the idea that, like, dual milk is ba. Right. It's just, like, <laughs> yeah. another word for that, that because everyone, like, yeah. who comes across this, like, source of energy interprets it differently. But, like, I'm personally holding on to the headcanon, yeah. like, that it's the same thing. In because it of- is. It literally is, by their definition, the same thing. Um, and that at least, like, ties the universes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's a good idea, and I want to see it happen. I'm not sure it's if not it will happen. To. It probably won't. But- it's not going yeah. to, but it-, it will in my heart. Yes. But we all know it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all know it's Fucking hire me to write Yu-Gi-Oh, is all I'm saying. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, um, so... Listen, we're having a fan fiction episode for a reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh... Um, yeah, so, like, they're standing in front of Professor Cobra's, like, little headquarters room, and uh, Professor Sato is like, So, Judai, if you beat me in a duel, uh, this door will open, blah blah blah, and gives another load of reasons to duel Judai, because Judai is the slacker student who brought down the whole school, yeah. and he hates him because of... This kind of stuff, it's really nothing. Like, they just yeah. deal. Specifically, um, the, the the reason he hates him the most is because, like, he slowly saw, like, Judai's influence basically turn every all, all of his students into slackers. And the yeah. worst for him was Asuka, who, like, while everyone else was starting to disengage, like, she was, she was still concentrating on it because she's a star pupil. But he's like, eventually even she stopped coming. So, mm-hmm, fuck mm-hmm. you. Yes. Mm. So during this like whole thing, uh yeah, the the duel starts. Uh he I guess like I don't know if it's at all different in in the dub, but like he throughout this duel he's giving his more elaborate reasoning, which is specifically that because Jaden is the best duelist in the school and his grades are terrible, everyone thinks, well, I don't he's he's the best. He doesn't pay attention to classwork why should i uh yeah yeah same thing yeah same same thing in the sub um we we do get to like we do get to see a load of those shots from like season one or two or whatever mm-hmm. where he was like in asleep in class with like eyes painted on over mm-hmm. his eyes um which was which we love to see i i will say there's a line in the in the next episode actually about this that made me like yeah b- laugh very hard which is so there just very quickly it's it doesn't really matter oh but, um, yes 
uh, you know, he's like, you did this, you influenced everyone. And Judai's like, I just did whatever I wanted to do. Like, I'm not a role model or <laughs> yeah. whatever. And yeah. Sato looks at him and goes, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I uh, love, I love um, Uncle Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have, um, I don't have any notes from the deal. The only thing I have for the rest of this episode is that uh, Asuka turns out to be in the same pit that O'Brien was in, or no, sorry, not the same pit, a similar pit. Yeah. Um, and then partway for, through this duel, like the pit starts filling with water. Yeah. Um, and then the episode just kind of ends. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I guess that's episode. I guess the main thing to note about like the uh strats here is like he uses this monster called Scaf Scar Knight. Uh, a lot of his strategy involves like taking Jaden's monsters and like corrupting them to fight for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the title of our episode. Yeah. And, uh, mm. yeah, the, the episode basically ends with Judai being like, I don't know what you're so mad about, <laughs> and, uh, Salto going, even now the evil seed of what you've done germinates within you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do you, do you want to talk about video games? Yeah, let's talk about video games. Yeah, let's get our game on. Dad, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. So I have continued to play Final Fantasy XIV online. Uh, it's good. I I played it. I've been playing it. I've uh, gotten through this uh, chain. Of, I've gone through what is probably one of the funniest parts of the game, which is like the Hildebrand quests, which are like these chain of like mostly cutscene quests where like. He's this, like, goofy detective who's, like, really dumb, but also cannot be killed. And, like, his sidekick, who's a cat girl, like, team up with the protagonist to, like, solve a series of mysteries. Uh, they're- it's really funny. Uh, you get to meet Gilgamesh, a returning character from the previous games in the series. Uh, you get to fight him, and, like, cool music plays when you fight him. Uh, it- the Hildebrand quests are good. There's, like- I know there's, like, as each expansion comes out, there's, like, more quests that that happen. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on... I'm still making my way through, like, the uh, post-Around Reborn storyline before, like, the Heavensward expansion. Uh, I'm really into Triple Triad, which is a card game minigame. I think I might have a thing for card game minigames now because of this show. <laughs> uh, I love that. Uh... And I think that's the gist of what I need to want slash need to say about it. Uh, it's good. Oh, one other thing. Uh, just a quick thing to note, which is uh, the the expansion has resulted in uh, lots and lots and lots of people just logging on at the same time. And it can take literal hours mm. to log in for uh, until like the queue opens up for you to start playing. It's wild. Mm. Uh, we shouldn't have told them about the free trial. Um, <laughs> let's, and also, uh, the Game Awards had a thing where if you put in a certain coupon code on Grubhub, you would get a free emote of your character, uh, eating pizza. Okay. Yeah. I see. I did get that pizza, and I will unlock <laughs> that emote once that goes up. Uh, 
Let's... Hell yeah, get that pizza. Yeah. Uh, that's enough for me. Uh, Audrey, have you been playing anything? Yeah, um, I regret to inform everyone that I'm once again playing Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. Someone's gotta. I'm saluting. Uh, different one from the last one, or the same Yes, one? so, uh, I actually, I had, um, I picked up a game file that I haven't touched since 2017. Uh, I booted up my PS3 for, like, the first time in three years. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, started this thing, uh, which I got really frustrated with because, um, I got to, I was in the middle of a mission called, uh, Wicked Eyes and Wicked Hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like a very big political intrigue, but it had a very tough final boss battle that I was over leveled for. But I very stupidly went in with like an all rogue party, including my Inquisitor. <laughs> I was just like, what if I just did all rogues? What if I was just like me, Sarah, Cole, and Varric? And we just all went in and we got our ass kicked. And I was so pissed off because it's such a long mission, it takes hours to complete. And <laughs> it's such a long mission, and I couldn't win. And I was so over leveled. I was like, it, it was, like, recommended level 12 to 15, and I was level 19. <laughs> and I still couldn't win, because I went in with an all-rogue party. <laughs> um, oops, all-rogues. Oops, all-rogues. That I just, like, got so pissed off, and I turned it off and, like, didn't touch it again <laughs> for several years. So I, like, was looking at all my games, and so I picked it up. So I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition again. Um, which, again, like, is a pretty good game. Unlike Origins, <laughs> which is not a fair- pretty good game, but I did play it. Um... So that's where I'm at because why would I why would I want to play a new game? Why would I want to do anything about my like hundred plus mm-hmm. log on on Steam? Right. Couldn't yeah, that's me. fair. I I I will never play a new game. Um. I was going to be playing new games, but unfortunately, uh, the siren song of Final Fantasy XIV has has put that to a screeching halt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Sarah, have you been playing anything? No, well, yes, I've been playing myself because I bought a 3D printer. Uh, wait, what game? Or what did you buy? Herself. I bought a 3D printer. Oh boy, uh, what you making with that? Um, uh, <laughs> so I wasn't good. I wasn't gonna buy a 3D printer. Um, I was thinking about it. Uh, but basically, I wanted to print Shar Aznable's helmet mm-hmm. for my I'm, cosplay. By the way, I'm so mad that you did this because that's what I was gonna get you for your Christmas slash birthday gift. Was the official uh, char? Oh, 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 okay. Um, I thought I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna get me a three D printer. No, no, no. I was like, damn, Audrey. I mean, like, I know you make bank, but like, no. Jesus. No, no, no. I was gonna get you like the official like char cosplay. Like, how isn't that still like two hundred dollars? No, it's not. It's it's it's. Am I thinking of a different one? There may be different versions what, like, of it. What helmet is there out there? I I found. We well, can you tell me after recording? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I wasn't gonna do it, and then like on because me on impulse, like Christine, like just like got it, and was like, "Hey, will you split this with me?" And I'm like, "Well, you've already bought it, so good news, yes." Um, mm-hmm. so now I have that, and every night it starts printing, and every morning I wake up and there's like a little thing downstairs for me. And every day, its skin is made out of paper, and its <laughs> bones are made out of glass. I'm I'm yes, just yes. thinking of I'm just thinking of the uh, tarot card that's just the guy with. Lamenting too many swords. <laughs> yeah, that's me. But like, it's all I've just printed all the swords. Mm-hmm. I could print fucking swords these days. Did you know that? I believe it. Did you also know 
that several people give us $10 a month and we love them for it. Mm-hmm. My cat, who hey, also wa- just walked in, also loves you for it. That's a special oh. shout out from Fig. Can we hear, can we hear him? Um, Try it. Right. I can, if you, if you will give me the chance to uh, stand up and pick him up and bring him over to mm-hmm. the mic, then yes. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, give yes, me a second. Yeah, oh, yes. oh yeah, we'll, we'll wait. We'll oh, wait. absolutely. We'll wait. He's, he's, I'm pointing him towards the mic and he's saying nothing. Piggy. Yeah? Piggy. But you yeah. can hear his collar a little bit. Piggy. All right, I'm going to let him go down. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Fig. Thank you for your service. Um, and also, thank you for $10, Danielle, Kalaskas, Eriviru, Nero, Wyvern, Pagliacci, Protojay, and Sarvis. We love you. Mwah. He hated that so much, he took my mic down with him. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. I was wondering what that noise was. Yep, um, that was that was him being like, absolutely not, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> worth it, absolutely worth it. Um... So, uh, episode 114 in the sub is called Absolute Despair, The Battered Hero. Oh, it's, in my version, it is A Desperate Situation, The Scarred Heroes. Uh, cool. When Mr. Stein's Duel, part two. Great. <laughs> you fucking called that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you want some tragic backstory? Too bad, you get moder- moderately inconvenienced backstory instead. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we, you know, we start out... First, first, most important thing that happens at the start of this episode is that we do see Karen beating the tiger. Great job, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Well done. We are standing. Everyone clapped. I'm so happy for uh, yeah, her. Yeah, everyone's clapping. Yeah, yeah. Opa, She's doing a great job. Opa crocodile style. Crocodile. Let's go. Uh, yeah, let's go flashback time. Um, what if, uh, what if a duelist was working class? <laughs> Oh, gee, mister, why the fuck are you like this? So Professor Stein uh, wanted to be a professional duelist, but his parents were both teachers, and they decided he should be a teacher, too. Uh, Okay. So he's getting his teaching degree, but also he's trying to duel professionally on the side. Uh, Unfortunately, he couldn't keep up both at once. Uh, His studying made him unable to continue... Uh, dueling efficiently, and he lost to the D. Uh, uh, oh, is so, that who that was? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even notice. Um, but see, I didn't watch so those I, episodes. I see that. <laughs> I see that uh, Four Kids has kind of edited edited this, so it isn't like a mild, a highly mild denouncement of capitalism. Um, because the what the deal is in the sub is that uh. This guy, fucking what's his name, Sato, wants to be a professional duelist, but because he's, like, kind of poor, he basically has to take every duel that he can in order to make enough money to, like, support his family, because he sends money back to his family and stuff. Mm -hmm. So because he has to take every single duel that he is offered, he just is constantly dueling all the time, and he's so exhausted that when it comes to, like, the actual important duels, he can't do them and he just passes out. Wow. That's his backstory. Interesting. You've heard of you've heard of exercise induced asthma. Now introducing a card game induced asthma. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh so, so yeah, he sided with Viper because Viper also cares about students doing well in class. So here's he, I, I have a question actually about these episodes. So they they have this conversation. Uh Cobra Cobra and Sato have this conversation. 
And the the exact phrase "heart of darkness" is uh-huh. mentioned a lot. And yeah. you may think that like the jungle around them suggests something that could be compared to the Congo. I don't think. I think I am reading way too. What? May, listen, what? I think. I think you may we'll be, keep going. Maybe reading way too much into this, especially for a Japanese language. But I really yeah, like things. I, I... But. Like, I was like, I really hope this isn't, like, a giant Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness reference going on here with Sato. Because he gets so into it. He's like, this is a true Heart of Darkness or whatever. Like, that's what you're missing, Judai. And it's like, oh, yikes. I really hope that's not what is going on here. I hope not, too. Okay, I don't know shit fuck about Heart of Darkness. I'm- have you- have you heard of the video game Spec Ops The Line? Which is how I know of it. Um, no, but I'm looking at the Goodreads summary that says Heart of Darkness is 1899 novella, novella by Polish English novelist Joseph Conrad about a voyage up the Congo River into the Congo Free State. Um, that's... Okay, I get... Yeah, I'm not sure about this one, Audrey. No, like I said, I, I'm probably, like, I, I, again, I, I don't want it to be. And I was like, like I, I very much don't want it to be. And I'm probably just like reading, but it was just like the line "Heart of Darkness" with like in comparison with the jungle and like the uh, some of the other things, like the introduction of Sailor Man as well. I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is this is weird and probably coincidental. But if it's not, that's really not great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, the next part of... Uh, Sorry Sato's... for being an English major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some crimes cannot be you forgiven. You should be. Um, you, you can read? Disgusting. No, I can't, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, the second part of Sato's backstory is that, like, oh, because he couldn't become a professional duelist, he became a teacher, and then it turns out being a teacher sucked, and blah, blah, blah. He got recruited by Cobra. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, and then he says some more stuff about how he hates Judai for being the, like... He calls him, like, the rotten orange that spoils the bunch or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he he actually knows the bad apple idiom. One bad <laughs> apple spoils the entire bunch. That's the actual idiom that no one in the United States police force seems to understand. <laughs> at least. Uh, yeah, so Judah is the bad apple of the uh, Deal Academy uh, student body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what else is going on here? Uh... Sailor Man appears, and I do. I love to see Sailor oh, Man. That right, is, is that what his thing. name is? His name is yeah, Sailor, Man. Sailor Man. Right in the dub, his name is Mariner. Yep, yep. The subtitles say Mariner, but that they say Sailor Man, and I just like he just looks cool. <laughs> That's great. I love that. And he's called Sailor Man. That's I like, it. I like to see him. Yeah, he's. Yeah, that's he's, that's it. I, I that's need all. to look at him again because he. Have you seen him? Now you have. <laughs> Yeah, at some point in the middle of this duel, like, Professor Cobra, like, holographically projects himself into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and announces that if, uh, Judah, if, if, uh, Professor Sato loses, he's gonna join Asuka. You know, I'm looking at Mariner, and his design reminds me of, like, that fisherman card Mako Tsunami had. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so... He, as you look that up, Dan, um, yeah, Cobra's like, hey, I got your girl. So, yeah, literally, he's like, this is like, this is the opposite of how duels work. If you win, she drowns. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I- I'm subverting your expectations. <laughs> um, and also, like, Sato's looking at this and he's like, 
yo, what the fuck? Like, I really like Tenjuin. Like, mm-hmm. she's the only one who yeah. actually, like, bothered to care about my class at all. Like, you can't do this, yeah, Cobra. You- oh. And Cobra's like... Y- you sort of think that maybe he's going to change sides now that he's threat- he's- yeah. his favorite student is being threatened? <laughs> However... Cobra, yeah, the Cobra's scene. like, I-, I will, I won't let anyone who's ever hurt you um, be uh, allowed to hurt you again. And Sato's like, what are you talking about? And then he's like, puts footage up of Asuka, like, of Asuka's like two friends coming up to her and being like, "Hey, Judai just like invited all of us to go to the beach, but oh, you have that lecture now, don't you? So we shouldn't have even invited her." And she's like, "No, it's okay. Like, I actually don't like so- Professor Sato's lectures that much. Let's go to the beach and beach. Let's go get away. Let's go to the beach, beach." <laughs> yeah, the dub line is very weird. It is a very weird change. I don't know why they changed this line. Especially since you don't get much view of their face. Like, the line in the dub is, Alexis, come to the mall with us. We've got, they've got a sale on boots and miniskirts. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) there's. Okay, no, that's pretty good, actually. (laughs) Yeah. And. No! The mall on Dula's Island. Yeah, the mall that we have never seen before. Uh, it's somewhere. Oh! Dan, you haven't seen half the shit that's on this island yet. That's true. There's a lot of shit on this island. Yeah, there's probably a mall with that sells boots and miniskirts. Yeah. Absolutely, there is. Anything that's an ode to capitalism, Kaiba has on this island. Uh, Trust and believe. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's, yeah. Uh, and Alexis says, well, you can never have too many boots and miniskirts. <laughs> oh my god. And she agrees to go. We've changed our mind since last episode. The the dub's good now, actually. Yeah, and his reaction to this is, Oh no, how could you? You've betrayed my expectations. Yeah, he's like, Asuka, you are like other girls. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite student stopped coming to class, and now I'm going to draw on her like a well-adjusted adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he's just fine with killing her. (laughs) Um, There's some more like dueling... Um, showing Johan do some stuff that doesn't matter. Oh, what does matter? Yes. Oh, I do want to talk about. Um, there is something that Jim's nickname for Asuka. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, fuck. What is it? It's good. It's Tomorrow Girl. Oh, huh. Yeah, yeah. What does this mean? I, I love it. But what maybe it, mean? it means I, like I the, love you, the alive girl. The hope of the future. <laughs> I don't know. I love you, yeah. alive girl. It felt like very <laughs> weird, but um, anyway. So, Judah is, like, in a bind because he knows he can't win the duel because if he wins the duel, Asuka dies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Jim, like, Jim and Kenzen, who've been searching for Asuka, finally, like, hear her yelling. Yeah. Um, specifically, specifically, they're, like, looking around and then Karen just, like, waddles off into the bush and they're like, oh, what she got there? What she said's there, girl? And, like, Karen leads them to, like, the hole that Asuka fell down. Yeah, because... She senses, like, running water, and she needs a bath. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, Karen really just, like, carrying these yeah. episodes on her big, strong crocodile back. We stand a queen. Uh, <laughs> we stand a girl boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because of this, uh, they figure, well, that much- They sort of figure out Alexis is down there, and, like, there has to be a way to get in there. So, Jim and Shirley find- a pool that has like a tunnel that a drain tunnel leading out at, that they can use to get to uh 
Alexis's pit. Uh, and but specifically, the way that Jim and Shirley find this tunnel mm-hmm. is that Jim like rides Shirley down the tunnel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone is so normal and well adjusted in these episodes. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. It's uh lovely. Uh, and yeah, like they're they're doing the duel, the duel is happening, the stakes are rising, and then just at some point we look over to like the camera that's seeing Asuka and like the wall gets broken through, Jim and Karen come in, they rescue Asuka, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part of all of this is that Cobra's watching all this happen and he like sees it happen and then he has the line, Well that was unnecessary. <laughs> you don't, you- that was unnecessary? You're gonna drown her, bro! What are you talking about? <sighs> yeah, uh, and because of this, what happens at the end of the duel is, <laughs> uh, at the end of the duel, Professor Stein decides to do this big attack, this big suicide attack, but Jaden is able to yeah. use a trap to protect himself, so Stein just sort of blows himself up. So, specifically, Sato's like, I've always wanted to take someone like you down with me. You are coming down with me. Mm-hmm. And an unlovable hand, and I hope you die. I hope we both die. Yep. But only one person dies, and it's Sato, mm-hmm. who falls into yeah. a pit, and now we have Judai's kill count at one. Oh, no. Well, and- I think Judai's kill count is at two, I think, now, because of, uh... Oh, what's her name? The Oh, Camula. Camula, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cam- oh, yeah. yeah, Camula. So, kill count at two. Um, don't worry, that's going to rise. We know that uh, specifically as he kills that big creepy eye from before. It's like, yes, Judai, my beloved. I feel you. Do you feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm really feeling it. Yeah, we're going to kill so many people together, Judai. <laughs> Damn, I wonder what's going to happen with the eye in the future. I have no idea. It's so mysterious. No hints about this have been dropped to me. I've ne- I, we've never said the name of this this mysterious Character eye. ever, ever, ever. That's right, yeah. I mean, I don't think we have. Um, we have. For sure, we, we have. have. Never mind. But, yeah, anyways. Uh, 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 listen, I didn't, I didn't know that character was referring to the eye before. Oh, not, wait, not do you know, wait, do you know what character it is? What, you guys keep talking about some fucker. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. You can bleep that out. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'll... I, but let's... Anyways, uh... Let's finish the let's... episode. That's, I mean, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, Judai kill count, too. Uh... <laughs> don't worry, we're not at genocide yet. But mm-hmm. we'll get there, folks. Right. Uh, so, we've got some questions. Uh, if you want to send in a question, you can send it in either in response to an ask post on our Twitter, at Pod of Greedcast. Or you can send one in to the Millennium Bag channel on our Discord. Uh, see, uh, okay, no Twitter questions, but someone does respond to, uh, the clip I uploaded of boots and miniskirts. Uh, uh, but meanwhile, in the Millennium Bag, bag. our first question come, our first set of questions comes from Cassidy, aka non-binary with left dragonkin. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. I, that's a rhetorical one. I'll skip that one. No, I'm trying to think about the crystal gems with this question yeah. here. Or the crystal beast. Yeah. I know which. I know about the crystal gems. Uh, I can't quite remember which crystal beast is which. Right. So the question is, which of the crystal beasts would team up with which crystal gem? Uh, 
I'm going to look up the Crystal Beast real quick. Uh, Me too. Because I think a bunch of them do just straight up have the same names as Crystal Gems. Okay, members. So we've got Ruby Carbuncle. Easy. There's a Ruby with a Crystal yep. Gems. We've got Amber Mammoth. Don't think there's an Amber. Yeah. Topaz Tiger. Emerald Tor. Emerald Tortoise. Cobalt Eagle. Sapphire Pegasus. An Amethyst Cat. Again, there's an Amethyst, yeah. and that's kind of. There's also a Sapphire. But- uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you could. I think that just leaves Pearl. Uh. Mm-mm. So there's a tiger, and there's also there's a pink lion. In in the crystal gems, yeah. So the tiger can team up with the lion, and they can be mm-hmm. like kitty cat buddies, right? Uh, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna put Pearl with the horse. Uh, yeah, I think I think Pearl should get to ride a horse. Yeah. in battle. Yes. Yeah. She she's got that whole night even though thing. the horse is a sapphire, right? But whatever. whatever. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who should the mammoth be? Ooh. Should Stephen get to ride a mammoth? Yes. Or. Uh, if you think about it, a tortoise is kind of close to a shield, which is what Stephen has, so we could put those together. Right, right. That. Mm-hmm. So let's see. So amber mammoth. Actually, hmm. What's the combination of the three of them? Alexandrite. Who's yeah. the the Nicki Minaj? Oh, oh, oh! Fuck the Nicki Minaj is. Let's um... See, that's garnet and amethyst, and I. Oh, you're right. No, all three of them is alexandrite. I yeah. think. Yeah. Or all like five of the fuck. It's been a while since I've seen Steven Universe. Yeah, yeah. I never I think, finished it. I think it. that per- that person would get. I think Alexandrite or whatever the, the fusion of all all three of them is the uh, the mammoth. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, we did it, gamers. Mm-hmm. All right. On uh, Peridot gets Cobalt Eagle. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think Peridot and I for some reason thinking of birds. Uh. Yeah, Peridot can have an eagle as a tree. Yeah. She Little an eagle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little an eagle. Yeah, that's. I think that's everyone then. Uh, so yeah. Uh, our next question is, uh, which crystal beast would make the best orb to ponder? Uh, the tortoise. Yeah, because it's rhymed. All right. Next question: If there were two guys, <laughs> well, this is another rhetorical one, but I'll read it anyways. Uh, if there were two guys in a secret lab and one killed the other with a bio band, would that be fucked up or what? Yes. I think it would be even more fucked up if it wasn't quite one killed the other with a bioband, but one beat the other in a duel and they both had biobands, so they both kind of passed out, but only one passed out kind of into a giant pit and was drowning. Right. That'd be pretty fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, Makina asks, now that Jaden has slain his first opponent in dual combat and claimed the, excuse me, and claimed their life, how do you think this will affect our wacky wahoo superhero boy and how would you want it to affect our wacky wahoo superhero boy? He literally I'm, will not think about it. Yeah, I don't. I am honestly not sure that he understands that he's killed someone. Mm-hmm. I, it's at all. It's gonna take a while before that hits him. Uh, it's. I mean, it's honestly kind of like we, we we're we're joking about how he killed this guy. I'm honestly not sure that in the text of the episode he kills this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he just falls into a pit. Like, that doesn't... This is Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, he could be fine, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, he went to the Shadow Realm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chasbury Pie asks, who... That's Nero Wyvern, by the way. Who, at Duel Academy, is a World War II history guy, but only ever talks about tanks? Show. Who gets their history education oh, fuck. purely through Assassin's Creed games? That's Jaden. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I feel like Jaden gets his history education through like flavor text on Jill Monstro's cards. Chaz also gets his history education through yeah, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's definitely Chaz. Chaz is the most gamer of the bunch, besides Lorenzo. Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo definitely he- also does that. No, Lorenzo. But does he play Assassin's Creed? Yeah, he or does he only know. play like Tetris? He actually doesn't know anything before two thousand, the year two thousand. Right. That was when he was suddenly birthed into the world, and from which the point from which all his knowledge comes. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Ojama Yellow NFT. That's Danny Dorito. Asks, Have any of y'all had a really boring professor? Ever fallen asleep in class before? Uh, oh my Christ! Yes. Uh, they note they have fallen asleep in class before. In the front row, they snored very loud during a lecture because of sleep apnea. And I've got to say, yes, I have, for that same reason. Uh, when I was in high school, I would keep falling. I had a tendency to fall asleep in class, uh, usually after lunch. Uh, I don't think I've ever fallen asleep in class. I haven't fallen asleep in class, but I did have a dreadfully boring professor in uh, college. One of the requirements for my English degree that I mentioned <laughs> earlier. Um, have you an English degree? Yeah, that? I have an English degree. Um was um we had to like take different courses on different time periods of different authors and one of them so we had to take like 19th century authors and i ended up doing like 19th century british lit which was just like the most dreadfully boring thing i ever did and the professor for Mm. it was so dreadfully stodgy and boring as well i was like this sucks please get me out of here honestly every time i've had a really boring lecturer, like someone who's lecturing and like they're just not good at doing it. Like they know the stuff, but they just they're not good at speaking to a class. It makes me want to become a lecturer out of pure spite. Right. I'm just like, I could do this better than you. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I don't I, want I to, that. but I could. <laughs> I don't I haven't I haven't fallen asleep in class and I can't really remember a particularly boring professors I've had, but I have this is a adjacent, but I have like slept in my studio. Um at uni, like, before deadlines, like, moved the little costume rails apart and just, like, made a little bed out of fabric underneath several desks and then be like, this is this is where I live now. Mm-hmm. I sleep here. Uh, oh, no. The most actively boring professor I can, or teacher I can think of did also, was also the one I tended to fall asleep in class during. Uh, so that ties together. Uh, our next question comes from Hornmeister, who asks... Which character, if given the stone mask from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Phantom Blood, would reject their humanity immediately? Manjame. Yeah, it's Manjame. Manjame, if he'd learned he could become an immortal vampire uh, like Dio, he would (laughs) immediately do it. I mean, he already has fallen to the whims of Dio before. Uh, (laughs) He truly has. Well, I mean, actually, come to think of it, Sayo Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's he did that as well. Um, he already did. He that, rejected his humanity, uh, both as Dio and reject, as Rejected humanity, embrace tradition. Uh, <laughs> yeah, embrace tarot. Uh, I feel like if given motivation to do it, Bastion would do it. Right, but he doesn't exist anymore, so we don't. Need Misawa to worry about would that. literally jump off a bridge if he thought that it would get him clout. Right. Yes, literally. Uh, I feel like. I feel like Crowler would be very interested in the idea of becoming a sexy vampire. Uh, 
Yeah, Crowley would just pussy eyed at like not even the last minute, like the last day. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as it was suggested, he'd just be like, "Oh, actually, no, I changed my mind." Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Uh, Colton asks, "What sort of evil teachers slash professors have you personally had?" Uh, I don't really have a story like this. Uh, the only, I mean, the only thing I can think of, I, I didn't really have anyone who I would say was like genuinely evil. Um, I did have like an English teacher in like. I guess it was 10th grade, uh, who had a bit of a reputation for being uh, pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. Her name was Miss Tito, and she was called Titler. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Damn. By the, by the student body. So. And I'm assuming that's not to do with her breasts. No, it had to do with the fact that her uh-huh. name was Tito. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I... Which is funny, because Tito was also a pretty bad dictator. We just didn't know him. <laughs> Oh shit, now you mentioned it. Yeah, Tito was in fact a pretty bad dictator. We just didn't know him as well as we knew Hitler, so. Right. (sighs) Sorry, Yugoslavia. (laughs) Yeah, uh, let's see. I I do remember, uh, I don't want to get too into this because some stuff happened at my high school, but there were some teachers that would, like, play up being kind of a jerk for fun. They weren't, like, actually mm. mean. They were just, like, playing it up, being a little rude, being a little of an asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh Blunder asked, uh, this is unrelated to the episode and must have been asked at some point, but what do you think movies are like at this point in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe? Do they have dual monsters like we- movies like we have sports movies? Or is dual monsters such a ubiquitous part of everyday life? Uh, it's featured in all movies, regardless of genre. Also, that one. It's, there. it's the latter. Yeah, it's that one. Also, do filmmakers have to pay Kaiba and Pegasus to feature cards or dual discs in their films? Uh, yes. yes. Ooh, yes, they do. It could be like that thing where no money in film is like actually money, like all film money, because it's illegal to <coughs> show printed. Like it's illegal to reproduce money so like printing it and putting it on film is technically illegal so in order to show money on screen they have to like invent new types of money huh so like all dollar like dollar bills in movies are like they'll actually be like reversed and shit like that Mm. so what if it's like the kind of that kind of situation where like all the dual monsters cards and like dual discs are like technically not kaiba corp dual discs or something like that interesting because they're not allowed to show them in film, right? It's like it's like naming it's like brand names and stuff. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it does remind me of a really funny piece of fan art I saw recently, actually. Um, though of um, Kaiba on the phone with Pegasus and Pegasus saying that the uh, licensing fee for Blue Eyes White Dragon has gone up, and it just has like Kaiba fuming on the other side. It's mm. like you don't own that copyright, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's industrial oh, illusions. So Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and Pegasus is like, mm, yeah, no, it's gone up again this quarter. What can I say? Oh yeah, the <laughs> the licensing fees for for blue for like various cards varies depending on who used them, their level of importance. Uh, like everyone's got to pay a fee to uh to uh, Industrial Illusions, but like it'll be more if it's like a Kaiba card or a Yugi card, mm. Joey cards, anyone yeah, can yeah, get. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, they pay you to use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please use Karibo. We're begging yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just the funny little guy. 
Yeah, I could also see Kaiba Corp having like a films division. Uh and there's God, I they absolutely yeah. do. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. Every 5 years there's a new Kaiba biopic. Honestly, I feel like there is an entire like Disney Plus style like streaming service like by Kaiba Corp. Mm-hmm. Just dedicated to like dual monsters tie-in movies, films, TV shows. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, there's probably a bunch based on specific monsters, some based on dueling, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm just imagining like a like a, a My Little Pony style, but like My Little Karibos. Oh, that's sort of. that's wonderful. I want to see that. And it, it features all the uh, Pride Karibos that we yeah. have in our Discord. They all have their own fun personalities. Uh, let's see. Kirby the Cleric asks, uh, We've seen Yu-Gi-Oh! cover several eras in history. Which moment or era in history would you like to see the show slash card game cover? Hey, hey, um, I, this came to me whenever Audrey said something earlier, but um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Slavia. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Tito is huh? this anything? Yeah, we want. We, so we want to see Tito. We really, we're really sticking sticking to Tito this episode, huh? For some reason, I'm <laughs> like think- that's where we're aligning ourselves here. Huh? <laughs> For some reason, I'm just. I just yeah. Just thinking about the word Yugoslavia. Uh huh. So I just no. like to think about it. Yeah. I don't like to think about what it means. Right. Yeah. And have any like hot Serbian takes? Hmm. Uh, no, but I do remember whenever I lived with a Serbian flatmate, every time we would talk about, like, an issue we had in our life, she would kind of sigh and go, we never had this under communism. Hmm. I feel like Serbia... Okay, we're not gonna get into this right now. <laughs> right. Uh, so, uh, I, I, for some reason I'm just thinking the 1970s, that would be cool. Uh, the 70s are a cool decade. Yeah, what what about the like sort of nineteen sixties music British invasion mm. sort of like pop culture? Like what's that what's that like in Yu-Gi-Oh? Mm. Well it's it's a team of four cards that you have to like play at the same time, but also there's like a couple other cards adjacent to them that were that either from before or after, uh and people think you're cringe if you use them. Uh <laughs> And they're right. Yeah. Uh Damn. Let's see. Uh, PP Z Maneater Beetles. Okay. Carry yeah, Maneater Beetles. Um, PP Z asks. Let's see. Asks. Uh, which of the GX crew is lactose intolerant? Who of them drinks milk anyway as a flex? Uh, I think show is show is lactose intolerant. Uh, my- I think that. Juden is also lactose intolerant, but he doesn't know about it, and he just thinks that's what happens when everyone drinks milk. Right. Yeah, he just has tummy trouble every night, and he's so brave about it. He lo- he gets the potato sweats all the time. Uh, <laughs> so Majime definitely would drink it as a flex. I think. Mm. Uh, uh, let's see. PhD Mum asks, if you wanted to have a secret lab, where would it be, and what would you use it for? Uh. Hmm. It's where I keep my 3D printer. Let's see. I'm thinking... I'm thinking in... For some reason, I'm just thinking of, like, in a park. Just, like, there's a... There's, like, a door somewhere that I can just go inside. And in there is, like... Oh, like Yakuza. I guess like Yakuza, huh? Uh, (laughs) And in there, my experiments are just trying... my, My experiments are horrifying Dr. Moreau... 
body morphing experiments it with the ultimate goal of making people enter their personas. Uh, God. I think mine would have to be on my fire escape to avoid breaking my lease. Right. Um, what are my experiments, though? That's an interesting question. Uh, what do I want to experiment? Um, I, <laughs> I, do, I do social experiments on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just my posting zone. You just make... Just an alt account. No, it's 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 um. I recreate every two years. I recreate Cole Sprouse. Yeah, the Cole Sprouse. Oh that's God. what I was thinking. The Cole Sprouse. Uh, not uh, not his experiment. experiment. I recreate him himself. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Dylan, Dylan, you get to walk away. Mm-hmm. Count yourself wow. for- fortunate. I'm just here to <laughs> to recreate Cole Sprouse every two years. Right. Wow. Clone Sprouse. Uh, the Jughead Army. Uh. So, let's see, our last questions come from Ojama Yellow NFT, Danny. Uh, let's see, have you ever fallen asleep in a movie before? If so, what movie? Uh, yes, absolutely, multiple times. Um, I think the last one I actually did this to, did this uh, at an actual movie theater, was actually Black Panther. And it wasn't because I didn't like Black Panther it's because I went to see it at 11 p.m. And because of previews, it started at 11.30. And it was like one oh in the God. morning when I fell asleep. Oh right. So, like, that one's not on me. Right. Yeah, I, like, I actually I actually went to see the Demon Slayer movie with the full intention of sleeping through it. Because the only showing we could get was at, like, 9 p.m. This, But, like, this was during the time when I was, like, working. So I was, like, working, like, 11 hours a day and I was just like oh, I need to go to sleep but like we had booked these tickets and I was like well fuck it I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna sleep through Demon Slayer like you know it's probably fine it's just an anime movie whatever mm. and then it turns out that the kind of like visual effects and music in Demon Slayer are really good so I did not sleep through the movie I kind of like snoozed through it because I was exhausting but I kept just like opening my eyes every like sort of like two minutes mm. to see just like a cool fun splash of like fun artistic like water animation and then like a some nice music and i was like mm, don't know what's happening but it's visually appealing i feel like i have i just can't remember it i've also fallen asleep yeah. during like streams like watching like friends stream like anime and stuff it's this mostly happens because it's late at night i'm already kind of like tired and and i'm feeling stiff from sitting in my chair so i just go over onto mobile and just watch it on my phone, and then I start falling asleep. Uh, can I- I mean- Can I interrupt with a very know. important announcement? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, uh. apparently my shipment, my Yu-Gi-Oh! Hypeland collab shipment has been delivered. Oh, nice! So oh! I have three very good Yu-Gi-Oh! t-shirts waiting for me. Oh, nice! Oh, yes! Alright, uh- all right, we gotta we gotta cut this short because you gotta get to the t-shirts. <laughs> well, that was our last question, so and I don't have a segment prepared, so let's go straight to uh, plugs. All right, we are Pot of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. You can find this, find our Discord at Kaiba Online. You can um, can't think of anything else. Uh, you can find us on Noise Space, which we're happy to be That's part of. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash pot of greed. We have episodes of the $1, extra bonus episodes of the $1 and above level. We have special Discord listening in privileges at the $5. We have physical 
products at the $10 level, all sorts of good stuff. You can get all the details uh, at our Patreon at Pod of Greed. At patreon.com forward slash Pod of Greed. Personally, I have been Sarah. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. I do a fuck ton of other podcasts, the most recent of which is Nevermind the Trollocs, a Wheel of Time uh, review and recap sort of podcast that I do with Max and Tom and Nina from Mobile Suit Breakdown. You can find that at nevermindthetrollocs.com. Trollocs is spelled like troll OCs from Homestuck, if you don't know that. Funny troll OCs. That's me. Popcorn done. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter at bigger challenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, you, we recently recorded, uh, the episode 69, uh, shipping and fanfic special where two Listeners sent in fanfics for us to read. Uh, they're great. I'm looking forward to uploading that. And also, uh, we did live during our recording last night, which was during the Game Awards. We did live react to the trailers for Sonic 2 and Sonic Frontiers. Oh, I need to watch those. Uh, you can also listen to me on Video Games, the movie, the podcast, our monthly video game movie review podcast. Uh, our December film is going to be the 2012 Ace Attorney film with Gigalithic and Elliot. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I'm honestly very sorry I couldn't recruit you onto that one, Sarah. I was like, well, I've already got two people on. It feels like I have too many people on. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like really sad because I... Anyways. Listen, Elliot will enjoy it enough yeah. for like everyone. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can also listen to my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, which is about Ill Bleed. And my currently inactive podcast, Stranger's Fiction, which is an actual play podcast. Uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, I, I guess I'll say Merry Christmas, Xbox. Uh, Merry Chrysler. Uh, Audrey, go ahead. Yeah, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter. Again, two, two websites that I've been talking about for the entirety that i've been a host here whether or not my other hosts here or acknowledge it uh at optimum on prime um you can also listen to the other podcast i do with friend of the show nero called uh prime cuts it's on noise space as well you can find us on twitter at prime cuts pod it's a podcast about transformers we're going through the entirety of transformers on television um but we're not doing it in order it's fun Oh, please join our Discord. I'm going to keep plugging our Discord until more people join it. Mm. This is not a threat, just a fact. It's both. Um, yeah, it's it's good. You can find um, the link to that Discord in uh, both our Twitter bio in the URL and also in the description of all our ep- all of our episodes. Um, so yeah, that's been me. Mm. So until next time, I am going to uh, turn myself face down and no you're not oh right sorry you're gonna shout out our five dollar pitch you're right you're right you're right i thought you did it earlier because you were talking about patreon <laughs> um yeah before i before i do anything else i'm gonna shout out our five dollar patrons which we love to do mm-hmm. at this part of the show at the end um and if you decide to join the ranks of colton crow draven emery joelle thomas more content the morgue and riley hopkins you also uh 
you also get your name shouted out here. And we have one more announcement again before uh, we close out, mm-hmm. which is that uh, we, we've already announced it. But again, we are having our fan fiction contest right now uh, going on. Uh, you, you can find the link to that. I get we have the link to the drive in the yeah, description of it's, this episode. It's either it is in the fanfic announcement episode or if I remember or if someone remembers, it'll be in these, this episode notes cool. as well. So anyway, so, yeah, submit your yeah. fanfic to us and we will read it um the fan fiction can be about anything that we've covered in Yu-Gi-Oh! so all of the um and what parts of gx we've up, gotten up, up to, to the end of season no- two yeah so no spoilers but anything besides that i will be entering so yeah yeah, I'm yeah. uh um all right continue to set yourself based on all sorry, right Andrew. great <laughs> and now now finally i will set myself face down and fall into a pit mm-hmm uh, I set myself face down and fall asleep at my desk while uh, the professor does the bit from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> I set myself into a lava lamp and consumed. I'm consumed entirely by a weird eye. I don't know what this means. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm sure it's fine. Me, me seeing uh, the, the the psychic flips over a tarot card. It's a guy who looks exactly like me going into a power line into a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Is this weird eye in the level up good? It's probably fine. Peach! Peach. Mwah. Mwah.